Welcome to another Take Note podcast, episode 65. My name is Chris Harper. Every weekday live on Harvest Family Radio Guam, we discuss a theme or topic from the Word of God live between songs. This program is heard on 88.1 FM on Guam and on khmg.org. This podcast takes the scripture passage and outline and provides around a 10-minute recap of one of our favorite programs from the previous week, minus the music. Today, we want to ask you to take note of Psalm 101. It's a psalm of David, and David begins the chapter by singing. Then he makes some declarations about himself, asks a question, tells us more about how he will behave, reveals his feelings, and finally says more about what he will do. Some of the psalms are like this. They're songs with a variety of ingredients. Psalms of David are often quite personal. We get a glimpse of David's relationship with God as he reveals his weaknesses, his fears, and sometimes his commitments. We're more on the commitment side of things in Psalm 101, but there's also some praise as David sings of mercy and judgment, which is our theme today from Psalm 101. It might be good for us to read the entire psalm first and then take a closer verse-by-verse look. Psalm 101. I will sing of mercy and judgment. Unto thee, O Lord, will I sing. I will behave myself wisely in a perfect way. O when wilt thou come unto me? I will walk within my house with a perfect heart. I will set no wicked thing before mine eyes. I hate the work of them that turn aside. It shall not cleave to me. A froward heart shall depart from me. I will not know a wicked person. Whoso privily slandereth his neighbor, him will I cut off. Him that hath an high look and a proud heart will not I suffer. Mine eyes shall be upon the faithful of the land, that they may dwell with me. He that walketh in a perfect way, he shall serve me. He that worketh deceit shall not dwell within my house. He that telleth lies shall not tarry in my sight. I will early destroy all the wicked of the land, that I may cut off all wicked doers from the city of the Lord. Well, there's a good variety of ideas to explore from this particular Psalm of David, beginning in Psalm 101.1. I will sing of mercy and judgment, Unto thee, O Lord, will I sing. God's mercy, or his loving kindness, would be at the top of nearly any list of praise topics, whether it's the fact that he rescues us from the punishment we deserve, or it's the fact that he treats us better in every circumstance than we deserve. Singing of his mercy makes sense. He is a God rich in mercy. But David also sings of his judgment, or his justice, That is, he declares a verdict, and it's always the right verdict. He has no bias to get in the way. He sees everything perfectly, so there's no need for any other witness. And he knows our thoughts and our intentions. So injustice is not possible with him. These are definitely attributes worth singing about. David then has something to say about himself. 
Psalm 101.2, I will behave myself wisely in a perfect way. Oh, when wilt thou come unto me? I will walk within my house with a perfect heart. David will be circumspect. The first line here could be restated this way. I will ponder the way that is blameless. We know that he's talking about integrity of heart and action as the verse goes on. But the passage is broken up with a question. When will you come to me? One commentary had this to say about that question. Perhaps this would be better rendered, when thou dost come unto me. That is, when thou dost visit me at my dwelling, thou shalt find these are the principles which regulate and govern me in my house. So David will be circumspect. He'll walk integrity in his house. And if the Lord visits, he will find this is the case. And remember, David understands the Lord's judgment, that he's never wrong. So this is quite a commitment. But there's more. Psalm 101.3, I will set no wicked thing before mine eyes. I hate the work of them that turn aside. It shall not cleave to me. David will not look upon those things that are wicked or worthless, things that are not worthy to be looked upon. He will do this because he hates the work of those that fall away or turn aside. This could be those that turn to idolatry. They ascribe ultimate value to that which is worthless. And David hates that. He won't do it. He doesn't want this attitude or this perspective to cling to him. And that's why he'll steer clear with his eyes and based on what's come before, his actions. This commitment is one that hits home in our culture. I wonder how many worthless things pass in front of our eyes. In this visually driven society, there is much our eyes should avoid, and many running after idols, both literal and figurative. Now something about David's heart, Psalm 101.4. A froward heart shall depart from me. I will not know a wicked person. Another reading might bring some clarity from the ESV. A perverse heart shall be far from me. I will know nothing of evil. This declaration is not unlike the previous verse. It's a commitment to stay away from evil because evil can affect our hearts. Evil influences can pervert and distort our perspective. We could go back and use the word circumspect. That's to be clear-eyed and diligent to guard our hearts and our steps, devoting ourselves only to good, to that which God approves, loving it so profoundly as to leave wicked things far behind. But there are people that influence us too. Psalm 101.5, Whoso privily slandereth his neighbor, him will I cut off. Him that hath a high look and a proud heart will not I suffer. David takes a very dim view of those who slander their neighbor. This is a person that makes everything in society worse. They will often do so out of pride and arrogance. Pride destroys relationships. It destroys communities and eventually more. This is behavior David simply can't endure. With that being said, remember the mercy that was mentioned in our first verse. God is filled with mercy, and even this person is not cut off from mercy. 
but there are others about as well. Psalm 101.6, mine eyes shall be upon the faithful of the land, that they may dwell with me. He that walketh in a perfect way, he shall serve me. David looked with favor on the faithful of the land. Those following God were a ministry to him. Their behavior was exactly the opposite of those previously mentioned. And society was better because of their character and their influence encouraged David. Others are discussed in the next verse, Psalm 101.7. He that worketh deceit shall not dwell within my house. He that telleth lies shall not tarry in my sight. Now David discussed those who lie and those who deceive others, and he takes a hard line on this behavior. A king may take this position for obvious reasons, People often seek to lead astray those who have authority. David will not allow this to continue in his sight. One more verse, Psalm 101.8. I will early destroy all the wicked of the land. Then I may cut off all wicked doers from the city of the Lord. I found the text of one commentary really helpful on this verse. It says, I will use my utmost diligence to reform the whole nation. It's talking about what David is likely saying. But especially the place of my peculiar residence, which ought to be an example to the rest of the kingdom, taking care that all offenders are severely punished in the courts of justice. And if there be no other remedy, cutting off those evil members who have an incurable habit of acting wickedly. In all this, David is seeking right, and he's opposing wrong. He commits to follow God's way, not his own, as he declares an intention to live with righteousness and integrity in his house and in Israel. Well, you've been listening to the Take Note podcast. And these few minutes together are brought to you by Harvest Ministries and KHMG on Guam. Our website is khmg.org, khmg.org. In every episode, we ask you to take note of a theme or topic from the Word of God. My name is Chris Harper. Thanks for listening.